This is the ElectionWise podcast from Minnesota Public Radio News. I'm Curtis Gilbert. And I'm Molly Bloom. Each week on the show, we take one of your questions about the candidate, the election, or the issues, and we try to find an answer for you. This week's question comes from Naomi Sheffield, who lives in Seattle, Washington. What is the history of presidential candidates choosing a vice president who ran in the primary against them? Both the history of it actually happening as well as their success when it has occurred. And obviously the reason Naomi is asking that question is something some Democrats think of as the dream ticket. Today is our moment, America. We are going to change Washington and move toward a politics of hope. And by my side on this journey will be a woman. We will be ready on day one to fight for all of us. Hillary Rodham Clinton. Naomi wanted to know whether history gives us any guidance as to whether that dream might become a reality. So we went looking for a vice presidential scholar. And there aren't very many of those. But we found Joel Goldstein, who is from the University of St. Louis. And he says that for a presidential candidate to choose one of their primary rivals is the exception and not the rule. If you look in modern times, say in the last 50 or 60 years, It almost never happened. In fact, there were only two times that it's even happened. In 1980, Ronald Reagan chose George Bush. Reagan originally wanted former President Gerald Ford to be his running mate. But negotiations broke down, and he ended up offering the position to his primary rival, George H.W. Bush. In 2004, Senator John Kerry chose Senator John Edwards. Edwards wasn't John Kerry's first choice either. He actually made overtures to Republican John McCain. But McCain turned him down. So the other part of Naomi's question is... Were these choices successful? And I guess we've got a 50-50 success record here, right? Reagan won, Kerry lost. And so you talked to Joel Goldstein. What did he say some of the reasons were that a presidential candidate might want to choose one of their former rivals? Well, after a long primary battle, it might be useful to unify the party. And the other reason is that the runner-up is a candidate who has been through a tough primary process. People don't do as well in the primaries without being substantial and very qualified and able people. But as we just heard, normally those arguments haven't actually carried the day. Usually the presidential candidate chooses someone who was not one of their rivals during the primary process. So why not choose a former rival? Well, after a long primary battle things get pretty ugly. In fact, Goldstein gave us quite an exhaustive list of the nasty primaries that have happened in the last 50 years or so. Senator Barry Goldwater and Nelson Rockefeller in 64 are... Bush McCain, 2000, Vice President Humphrey and Senator McCarthy, both from Minnesota. and the You get the idea. And so what did Goldstein think? What are the chances of Obama actually choosing Clinton? Goldstein says the chances are not so hot given the past 50 years. But he also says there's another lesson. At least since 1952, they never choose somebody who ran for the nomination and finished further down than second. So that sounds like pretty bad news for Senators Joe Biden, Senator Chris Dodd, Governor Bill Richardson. Who all also ran in the Democratic primary. And did worse than Senator Clinton. But Goldstein wanted us to make sure that we knew that history is very helpful, but it doesn't always help us to predict the future. One of the fascinating things about history is that while it often does repeat itself, sometimes it doesn't. Barack Obama already made history this year. So who knows? I mean, we could see Hillary Clinton as the vice presidential candidate. But even if Obama chooses someone else, Clinton supporters can take heart. She has some other options. They ran. They lost. Nobody called. Where are they now? Mike Huckabee, this year's Republican runner-up, 
He's a commentator on Fox News. Jesse Jackson, 1988, went back to his career as a civil rights activist. Gary Hart, the Democrats' runner-up in 84, is a professor at the University of Colorado and has written several books, two under a pen name, John Blackthorne. Bob Dole, who was the runner-up in 1992, went on to star in commercials for Pepsi and Viagra and eventually did become the Republican Party's presidential nominee. That's true of a number of other runner-ups. Nelson Rockefeller, Barry Goldwater, Ronald Reagan, and John McCain. This has been the ElectionWise podcast. If you have a question about the election, the candidates, or the issues, send it to us on our website, minnesotapubliceradio.org. It's in the program's menu. Or you can call us if you like, 651-228-4844. It's a lot of fun to do. This is Mike Mulcahy. I'd like to personally apologize for my terrible Barack Obama impersonation this week. It's a work in progress, and I hope to do better in the future. For Minnesota Public Radio News, I'm Molly Bloom. And I'm Curtis Gilbert. Is that good? It's only good when people listen. But if people don't listen to it, then it's no good. 